last 25 years, the groundwater has risen more than one meter and uh, we get more and more raining. That means in the last 40 years, it rained 25% more than it do today. Welcome to the Urbanista, where we discuss the water management challenges of Nordic cities. From safe drinking water distribution and stormwater collection to building sustainable urban living environments. Here is your host, Delphine Vassalo. Hey, welcome to the Urbanista, where we discuss water management challenges in cities. I'm your host, Delphine Vassalo, and today we have a very special guest. But first of all, we are broadcasting from Copenhagen, Denmark. We are at the World Water Congress, where people all around the world come together to discuss the future of one of the most precious elements we have, water. What do we do? How do we move forward to preserve this precious element? And uh, here with me, I have a very special guest that uh, yeah, is from Denmark. Denmark has been, without a doubt, at the forefront of the water innovation. And uh, here's a very good example. So who are you and what do you do? Yeah, my name is uh, Lars Holmegård. I am from um, Climatorum in Limby. I'm CEO, also CEO of the uh, Limit Utility. Great, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, can you give us a bit more context? What is the situation right now in Denmark about water innovation, what the water supplies are doing to, to try to innovate? Yeah, we have so, so much uh, problem with the uh, rising uh, water. There is coming more and more water and uh, what should we do? Um, uh, I'm um, uh, CEO of the Limbi Utility, and uh, what we see now that is uh, the uh, last 25 years, the um, the groundwater has risen more than one meter, and uh, we get more and more raining. That means in the last 40 years, it rained 25 percent more than it do today. So we have a huge amount of problem and we have to do something. And uh, that's because of the climate change. So we have to do something. Also, how can we be safe here in the world in the future? Because this is particularly notorious in, in Denmark, of course, because the whole country is, well, the, the geography is pretty flat. Yes. Extensed, but you can see it. So you really see it here in your, in your shores that it is the water. The water is rising and uh, the, the, the coastline is getting closer and closer. So, um, so we have to, uh, to do something. But it's not just about blocking. So what, what are the things are, are for example, that trying you to do if, if I mean, the water distribution uh, in cities or in different, so is, what is, why if the water raises, what can be the threat? Yeah, what do we do? And uh, therefore, we have, uh, we, uh, because of this problem, uh, we started back in 2015 a place called Climatorium. Oh. And um, uh, two years ago, uh, we ended up this building. And um, what we did, uh, that was uh, to rise a building. It's a very, uh, very good architecture. And we use good architecture to get the world to look at us. But uh, what we want the world to look at us, it was not a, a beautiful place. It was a place where we could work together. And uh, so because of a beautiful place, people coming and help us with the problem. 
Okay, so what is Climatorium exactly? It's a foundation, it's a non-profit organization, or what is exactly? It's a non-profit. Uh, we say that the university have the solution of all uh, climate uh, challenges, mm -hmm. but only 30% will be done in real. So what we want to do, that is, things has to be done for real. And uh, how we do it, that is, uh, we say uh, that uh, the government and uh, 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 utility and so on, we have so many problems that we, with the help from the university, we can find new solutions. But do, will we do it together with companies? So we can find the solution and by the end, uh, uh, the people who live there, uh, they gain of it. So, uh, so we have done a place what we called a quadruple helix. Mm -hmm. These parts working together and find solutions. Okay, so Climatorium, you specifically you have uh, engineers, people who is looking into innovation. Yes. Okay, can you elaborate about what what type of things are you are you cooking there? Yeah, we uh, we find the problems and mm -hmm. uh, connect with new knowledge from the university. We find uh, companies who can solve it mm -hmm. and we find uh, the people who, who lives uh, with the problem it can be school children and so on and uh, when we connect them together we find good solutions so is, uh, there's a good response from the academia yes then what about the other players like well the water networks or the water institution it's a well for the most part responsibility of the government the local municipality how how the, the government response has been so far when we started it, it was um, uh, it was uh, a cry for help uh, because uh, nobody went to the west coast and saw what problem we have. But uh, because of this place, it's very easy to get connected with the government, with the university, with the companies. So now on, everything is going very fast. Everybody can see the problem. So uh, so easy to do something. So it's about collaboration, but about finding the common ground to to find this collaboration and well i guess will yes sometimes political will that's that's something to, to, to exactly to but another thing we see that is if we speak with the children and uh, uh, have this uh, speak they have very good ideas so their freshness of uh, uh, of climate it will change if they can, can come with some good ideas so uh, with uh, uh, when we started it it was to find new product do something but do we do it in a language children can understand they go home and tell their parents how to do it and the parents say oh that's a good way to do it so our children are educating us yes okay so we, we have a, a thing or two to learn from from our children but what what, what do the kids say why, why why is this so appealing to them because they have the ideas that um, they could be afraid of a world uh, uh, not will be there when they uh, they're growing up they could be afraid but uh, when we ask them they have so many good ideas to do it and uh, and uh, if we let them speak they're not afraid they have some good idea and even uh, lots of engineers and so on we work together with Sometimes a children from the fifth degree, perhaps in the age of uh, 12, mm -hmm. can come with a good idea, not uh, technical how to do it, but that we resolve the way to do it. Okay, but this is, of course, this is uh, an extremely valuable effort that 
that you are doing, of course, in collaboration with, with the Ecuador Water Supply exactly. that you represent. What about the rest of water companies around Denmark? Are they appeal? Have have you reached out to them? Are they yeah. willing? What what was the situation in general in yeah. the industry? Right now, right now, we are participating uh, to be a lighthouse for water technology in uh, in Denmark. So that means uh, Climatorum and the Water Valley Denmark uh, from Aarhus. We are working together how to find these uh, problems and connect it with the, the companies. And uh, so, uh, in the, this uh, th in this way, we uh, we take other uh, the other water utilities in Denmark to participate and participate together with the university and participate with the companies, finding new solutions. Uh, so, so right now we have, uh, I think, um, uh, I think uh, 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 48 uh, companies connected uh, on this pro uh, 48. project. Yes. Okay. And those solutions that I guess may come from the least expected place, because I have heard a story about some fishing nets yeah. that were recycled. I mean, of course, the fishing nets that we use, well, to fish and to get our food, but then after a while, those get, well, break, broken, rotten, they are no more uh, usable for the, for the purpose of fishing, and then what? So you, you pick yeah. them and then... Yeah. What do you do one, yeah, uh, one of the things uh, that is uh, we have so much fishing net in the seas uh, around us. And um, if we took all uh, this fishing net up and burned them, uh, uh, it will be the same as uh, burn all the, the forest in all the world. So much CO2 the, uh, will there be so in this uh, fishing normally net. normally is done. Yeah. They pull out the nets and they yeah. burn them. Yeah, uh, well, actually, the fishing net is staying uh, on the uh, on uh, in the sea. But that's even worse. Uh, okay, but, that's, uh, but worse. that's one problem. But uh, can we take this fishing net up? We could burn it and uh, use it for energy, but uh, it will give us uh, another problem called CO2 uh, emissions. Yes. And uh, but could we reuse it? It can be a way to do it. So uh, that's what we are looking on. Uh, uh, we have found out how to do it, mm -hmm. taking up this fishing net and uh, reuse the plastic. There can be up to 36 types of plastic. So some of the Danish company actually know how to, to uh, put it in a small part. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we have this uh, small part in the right condition, we can put them together and do something. So uh, in the other hand, we have all these pipes uh, in Denmark. One third of uh, the Danish economy actually is pipes below the, the, the earth. So say it again. One third? One third of the national Danish economy. Mm -hmm. the, uh, that, uh, that is uh, pipes. That's so a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And if we uh, could, uh, every time we take a, a, a pipe up and put a new in, we could put fishing net in it. So we can take the CO2 and put it in the, the pipe. So from the fishing nets that they could process it, of course, and they clean whatever is the actual chemical process, I imagine. So you get you get the pellets, yes, the plastic, and yes. those are the base for the pipe. Yes. But those are, of course, it's a very good example of circular economy, recycling to put into into a pipe. But that pipe needs to comply with certain uh, quality yes. uh, uh, standards. So this type of pipe from which uses could be 
Um, yeah, the, the, the first important things, uh, that is, uh, when you take this plastic, you, you need to know exactly what kind of plastic, a PP, PE, or, or so on. And uh, today we have some technology. Uh, we have some Danish company, uh, Plastics and other companies in Denmark. And uh, then the university, they know how to, uh, to, uh, to uh, uh, so they have some sensors that can detect what kind of plastic it is. So when we take this plastic, it can be exactly as virgin plastic again, and we can reuse it. So uh, if we take this plastic and put it in pipes, so we can do it. And uh, that's one of the, 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 the cases we have from Climatorium that we uh, work with, uh, with uh, companies and uh, find out to make a new kind of uh, uh, pipes. And uh, therefore we can reuse uh, this, uh, the, the fishing net mm -hmm. and we can put the CO2 inside this one. Yeah, to, to as, as a filling? Yes. Or, or as, as, the, as the foam that goes in the middle of the, of the layers of, of the pipe. What? What do you think is the perception of the, the technical people like running the, the water networks about a recycled product? I have heard some people are like, no, it can be like second quality product if it is come from recycling material, but the pipe should be, I mean, should perform the same. I can, I can assure you that um, the pipe will be exactly like uh, the pipes we know. Um, we actually uh, have this uh, pro uh, 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 this um, case. We work together with uh, uh, the, the plastic companies, also with a company like yours, Openor. We uh, we work together to find out how to do uh, this uh, pipe, and. Um, the, the Danish Techno uh, Technological Institute, mm -hmm. they, uh, they, can, um, uh, they can test it. And uh, they have tested it. And uh, they can say it's exactly the same quality like, um, like what we um, have normal uh, pipes in. So uh, what we see now, it's possible to do it in reused plastic. When we started this, uh, uh, this case, um, we thought it will be uh, more expensive because uh, uh, virgin plastic uh, will be cheaper uh, uh, to, to use. Mm -hmm. So we, what we thought that is the Danish utility could be uh, in front starting use this plastic. But because of uh, what we now see, the, the war in Ukraine and so on, mm -hmm. uh, the oil prices uh, rising. So it's actually cheaper for the utility to uh, get uh, pipes from reused plastic. Right, if the oil price is going up, because of course the whole yes. geopolitical situation, if the oil price goes up, the price of the raw material goes up naturally. So then here the idea is let's buy less virgin raw material, which yes. anyway is good for the environment. Yes, as we consume exactly. less oil, And let's reuse what we have yeah. in our shores. I mean, we don't need to go that far to get it. Yeah. So, 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 so we can see that, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, what's going on in the world, uh, 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 war and so on, going the wrong way. But uh, actually, uh, it can help us to get uh, 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 further with the, the climate challenge and, uh, and uh, have a product. Uh, so we, in shorter time, will have these uh, uh, pipes in, uh, in, uh, in reused plastic instead. So is there where you see the future? where we are going to have, for the most part, I don't know which percentage, but for the most part, recycled or pipes or systems that are made of recycled plastic? Yeah. 
I, I think we will see in the, the, the future, we have so huge uh, problem with the, the, the climate challenges, but uh, also technical, we have lots of opportunities to do something with it. And I think that, uh, that in a few years, more and more, uh, all product we do, it will be reused. And uh, we have to take care of the resources of the world and, uh, and uh, think a little more how to do it. And uh, if we do that, we really can't reuse it and, and uh, not go out and take new things like uh, virgin plastic and so on. Because now we can be using recycled material to produce new pipes, to build new infrastructure, which is on its own recyclable yeah. at the end of its life. Yeah. But then if we are talking any given stormwater pipe, any given drinking water pipe, which has a life of 40, 50 years, 75 70 years. years. I mean, hopefully, yes, but I, I can imagine that not you and me will be here in 75 years. Yeah. So who can take the baton? Who can take, who will recycle them in 75 years? It's. I think uh, what's going on uh, when the, this uh, pipe uh, don't last uh, at that time, so uh, the next generation, they take it up and uh, go back, say, I want a new pipe, and um, you have the same pipe again. Well, maybe they are the children that you are educating now. Okay, yeah. they are educating us, yeah. apparently. Yeah. But those are the ones that need to keep the, uh, this message yes. for the generations to come. And th that's why we, we think the children is so important for it, because uh, we just ask them and they said, this pipe here, when I'm getting old, I just take this uh, uh, pipe up and uh, I go back to the, uh, the, the companies and say, I want the same again. It ha just has to be replaced and therefore it will be recycled. What would you say is what other countries have to learn from Denmark? Because you have the picture pretty, pretty nicely. All the elements, all the uh, stakeholders that you are working, your own foundation, academia, the government, the water uh, um, supplies. It seems that there's a very good communication, but that doesn't seem to be the case in other countries. So what, what, what can we learn from this Danish model? I think uh, one of the things is uh, start speaking with each other. That, uh, that means government have to speak companies and the university. But uh, one of the most important things I think we learned that is ask, uh, speak with the children. They don't necessarily solve the, uh, come with the, the end solution, but, but uh, just speaking with them, can they understand what we say? They will uh, go back and, uh, and it's much easier for grown-ups to speak with uh, each other if they can explain children it. So uh, I think that will be the way in the future, go out, speak with the children, Can they understand that you're on the right way? Yeah, of course. If even the children can understand this, yeah. well, I mean, I guess the government should be should be in the right, regardless of the political um, aim where they are. But of course, this is for the benefit of, of, of all of us within 50, 75, 100 years. So that is that is the future. So anything you want, anything else you do would like to, to add from your perspective? What is the next step? Where are you? Yeah, what is the next step that you are seeing happening in Denmark? 
I, th I think that uh, there, uh, there are so many problems we have to continue uh, working with, and uh, and uh, now it's, uh, it's water. But uh, I think the, the next crisis uh, will be phosphorus, uh, because phosphorus uh, we use it uh, the the wrong way, and uh, and uh, phosphorus is needed for all life, and uh, we have to take care of uh, this uh, um, the things. And uh, so I think uh, just continuing the same way and what I see here if I look uh, what you're doing in, in uh, at for, for instance in uh, Upunor that's the right way that uh, that um, you start reusing uh, plastic you find a product where you uh, you don't put uh, carbon uh, in and so on that's the right way and I think continuing doing with that the the solution will come for us. So therefore, I'm not so afraid of the future uh, because the, 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 uh, the humans have, uh, um, have the way to, to, uh, to continue living. So uh, we will find way to do it in future. Also, things we don't know today. Collaboration, communication, talking to each other, willingness of course of all the stakeholders in our industry to, to talk and well i guess the main thing that i'm getting from today we can learn a lot of things from our children and mm. well we always should uh, listen to them so yeah. lars thank you very much for coming today yeah. and sharing your wisdom and sharing your experiences with uh, with us thank you it has been a pleasure and uh, yeah, thank you all. And then we will continue from the World Water Congress from Copenhagen, Denmark. And yeah, keep tuning in. We will come back with more things. Thank you for listening to the Urbanista podcast, a production of Upono Infra, the leader in sustainable infrastructure solutions. If you found it interesting, why don't you share it with your colleagues? We all together can move our industry forward.